All social interactions are signals. We give signals to others to tell them that we're interested in something or even just flat out bored out of our minds. Signals work in real life and they also work on social media. And when you can harness the power of signals, you can and you will grow your influence. You can become the life of the party, the life of a social feed. Today in this episode, we're going to cover how you can use signals to grow your audience fast. You don't need a lot of people there to inspire social algorithms to drive traffic to you. Guys, you just need the right people with the right signals that they're making to the social media platforms. And we're going to show you how you can grow your audience by collecting and encouraging these, these signals. You ready? Let's get started. Welcome to Traffic Makers. You're here because you're a business owner whose products and programs are meant for the world. You need customers. In this podcast, we cover the hacks, the tips, the tricks to help you grow your audience so you can grow your business. Ready? Let's get started. Social signals. We give them on in real life, and we also give them over social media, using content on social media to grow our businesses. In real life, we have social signals, kind of like you know, when people glance at each other across the room. That glance is a signal. It passes an energy in that glance. And you can see in literally a hundred words in just an eye glance. We all have gotten those signals in social circumstances, but we also give them. And when we can master social signaling anywhere on real life or on social media platforms, we get attention. When you get attention, you can harness that attention and then drive it to your products, to your programs. And that is what we're talking about today. In this episode, we're talking about how to use signals on social media to get literally millions of views and to transform those views into action, creating buyers for your brands. You get your products, your programs, our purposes, our, our business's big why in front of our customers' lives. And we basically get to make a difference in their lives because the reality is we can't make a difference in their lives if they have no clue that we exist. We need to put signals out there so they have a chance to find us and to respond to us. People won't respond if there's no signal. For example, guys, if a tree like falls in the middle of the woods, no one hears it, right? Well, did the tree make noise? Well, we don't know because no one heard it. It's the same theory with social media. You could have the world's best product, the best program, but nobody knows it exists. If that's the case, do you really have the world's best program? The reality is you don't. Because if no one knows it's there, it really doesn't matter how great you are, your business isn't going to grow. So we need those signals to get that attention. And people then respond to the signals. So how do we put signals out into the world? What signals should we put out there, right? Um, hey guys, it's Rachel Miller here from Moolah and the Traffic Makers Podcast. And in this episode, we're talking all about social signals. So when you're in a real life situation, you're at a party, you're at an event, you're there, you're alone, it's a little awkward. You're at a spot where you're looking to have an interaction with another human being because it feels weird just standing there by yourself. Hey guys, I know I'm not the only one who's taken my kid to a soccer game and has to sit there for three hours during the soccer tournament thing 
like bored out of my mind, right? It's I'm not the only one. I go by myself. I'm there. I'm looking at my phone and I'm feeling like I should probably be talking to the person next to me, but I don't know them. So what do I do? I'm going to put out a signal to her, to the person next to me and say something, hey, are you interested in the conversation? But I'm not going to say that because, hey, are you interested in conversation? Comes across really weird, right? So what do I do instead? What I do is I look up and I kind of give a half smile glance, right? We do that in real life when we want to talk to a stranger, but we also do that with our businesses. We intuitively know to give out signals in real life. That interaction between me and the mom, how did I do that? I glanced up. I got her to glance. We both glanced. On social media between us and our customers, we put content out there for them to glance at it. They give it like a little stop, a little stop in the scroll. That's exactly the same thing as that glance up that I got from the mom sitting next to me at the soccer game. So now what do we do? It's not just enough to get the glance. We don't want them to just stop scrolling. That, that, that's, that's nothing. They're like, oh, I don't want you. I'm going to scroll on by. No, we want to have a positive interaction, a positive signal. So it's not just enough to get the, the, the glance. We also want them to stick. So we want them to give us a smile or some type of eye acknowledgement, right? That's a, a like. That's a smile. That's a, a heart, a virtual or in-person heart, right? That glance that this mom at the soccer game is giving me. We do the same thing on social media. So we don't want them to just stop their scroll. We want them to give us a thumbs up, a heart, a smiley face, even an upset face, something that says they're taking action with us. Um, <laughs> just like I'm telling you guys in real life, the signals are not any different online. We're going to put our content next to the person that we're reaching out to them. We're going to see if we can get a, that, that smile from them. Those are called micro reactions. Now, a lot of you are thinking, okay, so my goal is to get them to stop the scroll, and then I want them to look at me, and I want them to smile, okay, and I want them to give me the likes, those micro reactions, but how? Like, Rachel, this all sounds great, but how do I actually do that? Guys, memes. How many of you have seen memes, and they've literally made you laugh when you looked at them? They give you like a little internal smile. You're like, that's so funny. Or you gave it a thumbs up because you thought it was funny. Or, or you tagged someone that you knew would smile if they saw that meme. You copied the meme and you sent it in a text message to somebody. That's an action. You got a micro reaction from your audience. That's a start to a conversation. It's a start to something amazing. So, okay. So the mom's sitting next to me. She looks up, she smiles at me. I smile back at her. We have this like, smile moment. That's not enough because if we just sit and smile at each other, you know, that that's kind of creepy and that's kind of weird and that's just not not cool, right? It's just kind of eh, kind of flat. Okay, so what we want to have next is a conversation. Just like the mom on the field feeling weird if we just smile at each other, we would feel weird in our businesses if we just got likes and micro reactions. We need to take it into the next stage. Real life is not any different than our businesses. What we want next is a conversation. Now, in real life, we start a conversation by asking our person that's next to us a question. What position does your kid play? What team are they on? Those exact questions, guys, like literally almost the exact questions you use in your businesses because businesses are no different. Just like you want to have that conversation, you're not going to start by telling them 
how awesome you are or how your product solves a problem for them or how they have a pain point that you're going to fix. If you go up to that mom on that soccer stadium bleachers and you say, you have a problem with your shoe, you should fix your shoe. What is she going to say to you? She's going to be like, uh, okay, maybe she might fix her shoe, but she might be just like cross her legs and turn away from you, right? Because you're like, what's up with this person? They're like scrutinizing me. It feels awkward. It feels weird. So just like that person that on the on the park bleachers, we want to do the same thing with our content. We're creating ads as a business. What will we do? We're going to literally say, are you on this team or that team? Just like we do with the mom at the game. Okay, it's no different. Um, okay, so how do I do this? Let's let's just throw some scenarios out there. Let's say you're a fitness studio, or let's say you're a life coach for business owners, or maybe you're a realtor. How does this work for your business? Now, guys, I'm just giving those three businesses as examples and ideas. I've literally trained, like, I think we've got 5,700 people through my paid program, my high-ticket paid program so far. Um, we've trained thousands of people. So I've had thousands of niches. So I'm just going to give you these three examples, fitness, life coach, and a realtor. Real chit-chat examples for posts. You could literally, if grab a pen and paper right now, write these down and you could post them onto social media and you'll see how many reactions you get. You're going to see your engagements go up. You're going to see people talking to you. You're going to see your perfect persons, your perfect people that are your perfect customers reaching out to you and maybe even asking you about your programs. Let's just go over uh, a few of those real life chit chatty examples for posts. Realtors, like a realtor could ask this Are you looking for the harvest neighborhood or the ridge neighborhood? Are you a carpet family or a no carpet family? You're asking your audience to tell you what team they're on. Fitness instructors, you guys could do this. Are you a cardio person or do you collect, watch your food and collect your food points? Which have you already tried? Are Who finds it more fun to work out with their pets? Or is your dog a pain in the bum when you're working out? Because you have these questions that you can use to help your people self-identify. Working out with pets. Well, the only person who's worked out with their pets is someone who's working out in their home who might be interested in your online fitness program. So that's the perfect person who's going to respond to that question. And they're going to tell you a story about their time of working out with their pets. They can't help themselves because pets are hilarious when you're working out. Okay, so you're going to have those, those moments where that person stops and looks at you and then has a brief conversation with you. Works with life coaches. Ask your audience. If you're a life coach, ask your audience. Do you call yourself a solopreneur or do you call yourself an entrepreneur? Which are you? You're asking this team question. It works almost anywhere. It works with soccer moms in the stands, and it works for businesses, no matter what the type of business that you are. The desire is to get that conversation as the next signal. And here's a little, a little trick for you. The best conversations are the ones that are three-liners. Now, how do you get someone to give a long three-liner conversation, a response? Ask them about their favorite topic, which is them. When you ask them the, the fun question and they're telling you about themselves, you are not done yet. So that's one signal. So first signal is you get a micro reaction. Then and the stop scroll and you get that micro reaction. Then you get that conversation. Next, you need a three-liner, right? Where they talk to you a little bit of a paragraph. You're not done though because a conversation is not them just talking to you. A conversation is you 
volleying it back to them. So you say back to them, awesome. So you've been counting food points for how long? Oh, so you're a carpet person? Well, would you be considered um, shag? Are you more of a, I don't know, what's another type of carpet? Um, are you uh, with Life Coach solo entrepreneur? Well, how long have you been a solopreneur? You're asking them a follow-up question. When you do that with the mom on the stands at the soccer game, I just let her talk about herself for a little bit. What happens next? Every time, without fail, if I've just given her a chance to talk about herself, the natural response for that stranger is to then respond back to me. What team are you supporting? What are you up to? What do you do for a living? Guys, every single time, now the door is open. They trust me. They've had interaction with me back and forth, and they're ready for me to pitch my programs. Not quite, guys. Still go a little slow. You know, pitch that next thing. Like, actually, I'm here and I'm watching my kid, but I'm also working on my project. Um, I'm a da 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 I'm a moonlight as a business coach <laughs> or life coach, life coach for business people. <laughs> Going back to that example, guys. Okay. My point is they open that door. Now, here's the thing. Facebook sees that there's that back and forth interaction and Facebook values that person and values that the interaction that they give you. Facebook is now going to drive more content of yours to that person because they know that person's receptive to you. And it gets better than that. This is how, guys, I've gotten posts just this week. One of my pages is reaching 2.5 million people, and it's a small page. It's reaching 2.5 million people. How is it reaching 2.5 million people? Because Facebook's looking at my content and saying, oh my word, there's so much engagement on her content. She's having all this interaction from these people. We're going to go find other people just like them. And we're going to let them join this conversation because this girl and her page are keeping people on the platform. And what I can do then is I can see all of these people who've engaged on my page and I can collect them into an audience. I can retarget. And when I retarget them, they already know me. They already love me. They already trust me. And they're so much more receptive to me when I say, I have an offer that you've been waiting for. Because our goal is to make a difference in their lives. And we don't make a difference in their lives by being a loudspeaker, pushing our ads at them. We get to make a difference in their lives when we cultivate these social signals. Okay, guys, I've given you guys homework today. I've told you about the different signals that we stack, right? I've told you about posts that you can literally put onto your feed right now to get people to begin taking action for you and for your business. I can't wait to hear about the impact you're going to be making. Wasn't that great, guys? We've literally just talked to you about how to get people to stop the scroll. Give that signal to social media platforms saying someone wants this content, they stop. And then to take it further by getting a micro reaction, followed by a comment, followed by a conversation volley where you're having a back and forth conversation with your audience. And then using that content to inspire them to like, to share, to save your content, to spread it to the world. If this has been fun, this has been interesting. Guys, we've just covered five of the social signals that we can give to the world with our content in this podcast episode. I want you guys to know there's like 15. If you want the list of all 15, we have them. Guys, and there might be 13 now. There might be 17. I'll make a list. They'll be inside of our big free Facebook group. 
when I release this podcast episode, I always love to give a resource, a handout, something a little extra to help you implement the stuff that you're learning in this episode. So guys, we're going to have that inside of my big free Facebook group. It's called Grow Your Audience. Would love to have you come join us to come learn with the other 50,000 other businesses that are in there growing their audience and growing their businesses. We're meant to make a difference in the world and we can't do that when we're by ourselves. We can't do that without customers. And we do not need to pay for customers. We do not need to hustle for customers. What we need to do is to love and serve our audience. And when we love and we serve them, when we foster signals and we make them feel love, they will help us grow our audiences and they will help us grow our businesses. They want to feel connected. They want to be helped. This is your job. It's time for you to stand up and and love and serve. And I can't wait to see you inside of our big free group. Get that whole list of of social signals and begin collecting them with your audience.